All right, so I'm here recording with Lorena and Therese, and I'm gonna, and this is Amy, and I'm gonna introduce a little bit about Love Community Group for Lorena. So basically, what it is is a group of people. It's you know what it is like a support group for people who want to make a positive difference in the world. And this is the first year of it. It is both the online and in real life group. So both pieces are equally important. It's like getting people together in real life with community and then also so that we can have a really diverse um, and worldwide group of people, we have it online as well. And um, what that means is that we go have podcasts and then we also have like every third, every, well not every month, take some breaks, <laughs> but almost every month on the third Thursday of the month, we we meet in real life we meet at creative studios los angeles in north hollywood and we film the event we do it live on facebook as well we and we comment with the people on facebook you know as we're live so um that's pretty much the gist of it this month we're talking about community and exploring community we're really um <laughs> yes yes hence Therese Brummel. <laughs> <laughs> Community extraordinary. Embodiment. Uh. <laughs> the embodiment. Of, that's a better way to put it, actually. That's true. Um, and let's see. What else? Community this month and the next month we're talking about. Well, actually, we're going to take a break. Like I said, we take some breaks. Summertime break is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then September, we'll talk about our next topic. Healing is our next pillar topic. Oh. So, so I was just going to go over some... We, we start with this, this is the foundational year, so we're kind of starting with these like simple but philosophical questions this year of like, what is community? What do you believe about it? And, you know, what gets in the way? What are the challenges that get in the way of community and positive communities? And then what are some principles that we can apply to prevent problems and to overcome those challenges and obstacles? And then also getting a new projects, really specific projects, which is why I'm excited that you're here, is to talk about the community building and garden building uh, <laughs> project that you guys did together. What is a community to you and what do you believe about it? Well, for me, uh, community is the most important thing we have set before us at this juncture in time mm. on this planet. Um, I belong to an organization called Transition Pasadena, which is part of the a worldwide network, which is about moving from fossil fuel dependence. So it's all about climate, our, the biggest problem that the whole world is facing yeah. right now. As a world community, I like that. Yeah. Yes. And the, the thing that transition uh, envisions that we're shifting to is building community. That community is the way yep. we will face our greatest problems right now. And they, they put it in terms of building resilience. Mm -hmm. So community building is building resilience for ourselves in our own lives. Making local networks is the most important thing we need to do right now. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, talking about resilience, um, in, in my, you know, experience, I, I never really 
you know, um, thought about like, okay, what is community? You know, I never asked those questions mm -hmm. until later in life, especially when I have that, um, yeah. you know, that back episode in my life. Uh -huh. So I, you know, I went through all these like, uh, oh, I'm obviously not from here. Right? You You're from Brazil. Are you from Brazil? You said that. <laughs> no, oh, I heard that. I was Mexico. like, I don't know if I heard that or <laughs> she said that. Okay. <laughs> I'm from Mexico, Mexico City. So when I moved here, I, I got married. Now from a, a local, so I started to uh, start a, a new life, mm -hmm. build new relationships, and all that stuff. So later, when my back thing happened, then I realized how vulnerable uh, I was, right. you know, and then so how, because I didn't have that uh, connection with, with people, no? Yeah. Being Because you had been moved to the whole new country. Exactly. And so when were you, how old were you when you moved here? Um, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I was 30, 33. Okay, that's 33 yeah. years old. It's a pretty big transition. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like, well, I have been also involved in uh, environmental, climate change uh, uh -huh, issues uh -huh. for work since ever. So then, um, you know, building resilience is exactly that, no? not only for yourself, you know, but but it's a process that in which you need to reach out yeah. other <coughs> individuals, mm -hmm. you know, and then that makes you stronger, right? Yeah. Um, and then I, well, one of that in, in that process of reaching out the community you know it's like okay which community right yeah <laughs> so, well here the community in pasadena is when i met uh okay. therese okay mm -hmm. so it's like that's building community is is that what she's talking about no like connecting with yeah. people yeah. and how did you guys meet what was the Oh, the story behind. It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good! Right in there. I like it. <laughs> I had met Lorena once or twice. She came to Conscientious Projector, our oh, monthly documentary series, uh, free documentary on social justice issues. I'm a big fan. Yes. And uh, she had come once or twice, and I met her there, and then I started a project to put a native plant garden in the uh, post office that's just three blocks from my house. And um, at first I had 20 people who said they wanted to help and then all of a sudden I had 30 and 35 oh and 40 and I was starting to think, I need somebody to help me manage this project. And the phone rang and it was Lorena and she like said- Like that minute when you thought that? within like three days of me That's thinking so that fantastic. thought and Lorena said I'm looking for a community and I'm a project manager I teach project <laughs> management do you have any project that you need help with <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> I, she was heaven sent into my life yeah <laughs> and she was sent you know, sent yeah, from heaven because I was <laughs> trying to, you know, connect. That's exactly what you needed <laughs> when you needed it. Exactly. Exactly what That's I amazing. needed. Yeah. And you had met from Conscientious Projector and then you had exchanged phone numbers and you mm -hmm. called her because you remembered from Yeah, that. it's, uh, yeah, years passed. That's I mean, I not, mm -hmm. not oh many years, but, you know, years passed and, and dealing with back issues, whatever, oh. and then just constantly thinking hey I need to 
to go out and and uh, communities also belong yeah. to some place and since I am not from here you know I was not feeling that sense of belonging a sense of belonging mm. I think is part of it's I think it's maybe vital well I don't know it's vital for a community what do you think is actually like if you were gonna define the community what would you say like do you think it, it is there is there like a positive is community in and of itself, positive or negative, or can it be both? You know what I'm asking? Is it, or, yeah. Uh, well, in my experience, no, because it's just so obvious, no, not coming from here, and even even other people that, uh, even uh, coming from this country, they were coming from other states, you know, like uh, Duncan, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, so, is is that uh, we all sort of look for belonging look to for belonging, yeah. to a place? No, it doesn't matter if you're a foreigner or whatever. It's more is deeper. Is that spiritual mm. connection? Yeah. That that we all human beings are uh, yearning for. Like mm -hmm. we, we're yes. looking for. Yes. Right. I mean, without without getting weird, like ooh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But, but oh, you can get weird <laughs> here, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no problem with weird in this group. <laughs> I think that community is definitely a positive thing, um, and you know, one of the communities that I think that I'm involved in is my community, which is this. Uh, historic neighborhood that I live in called Bungalow Heaven, mm. and it's 800 homes. So this this neighborhood that we're yeah, in right now, yeah, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So the obviously the homeowners come and go, but the community remains, and the that's because the vision for what the community um, is based on remains. Vision, the shared vision. Shared vision. Yeah. Yep. Makes it. Would you say shared vision makes a community? Oh yes, I think that vision is the most essential element of community, and <coughs> not I've just um, shared vision, shared purpose, shared purpose. But the vision itself, the um, putting into words the vision. Mm -hmm. And then constantly reinforcing the vision, mm -hmm. reassessing the vision, um, thinking about how have how are we accomplishing our vision? Do we need to refocus our vision? Mm -hmm. It's all about the vision and people holding it together and people holding the same vision and together. Evolving the vision. Evolving the vision. Yes. Yes. Evolving it together, that is the important thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, okay, what about, let me take it from another angle. What about, what about, this is negative community to think about. What about a community of heroin addicts? Criminals. Or criminals or yes, what about, I was thinking the mafia. What about the mafia? That's a community. Yeah. So... 
they share values. Is they it share positive vision, or negative? <laughs> I guess I said it's negative, but I don't. I mean, well, I don't really want to know. I'm like, what do you guys think? Is that a positive or a negative community? Or there's it doesn't. It's something I don't think didn't say. <laughs> well, I mean, they have a vision. Okay, let's talk about the mafia. They have a vision. Yeah, we got to break it down. Get more money. You know. Family values are huge, right? Relational values are huge. And they're they're constantly meeting to say, are we meeting our values? Are we, you know, do we need to reassess? Should we knock somebody else off to get more money? (laughs) So from my perspective, if I were in the mafia, I would be happy that there was a whole um, entourage around me supporting so it's good vision. for the community. It's positive for the people in it, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so what do you think? I think is that the you you can have positive uh, values, you no, know, and negative values in mm-hmm. the sense that yeah. uh, uh, the promotion a community uh, gets together to promote. Uh, well-being, no, but yeah. like, what do you want for your families? What do you want for? Uh, what is that vision no, of, of human? You know, how do you see the community growing in the world? Because this then goes beyond, right? But then, when you have these communities of criminals, drug addicts, or uh, I don't know, mafias, then the the there is there is where where we as a humans you know we we promote neg- negative right oh that's values, a good point you know? so uh, obviously for them it's positive because well you know families are uh, strong they whatever, think it's positive at the time but really right. right we can probably all agree it's not good yeah. for them. <laughs> in the long run in the <laughs> long run <laughs> because at the end well the, 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 you know the outcome is is not positive for uh you know for the the surrounding people the yeah not just for themselves but for their community right right i mean it it is we were talking about how it's so interconnected it's hard to separate we were always talking about our, our biggest value with love community groups the number one most important thing is living out the value of loving others as you love yourself which is really two things. It's loving yourself and loving others. But there's so, you can't, like, when you start talking about them, everything that you have to do to love somebody else, you have to do to love yourself, too, and vice versa. Yeah. And the way that you treat yourself totally subconsciously is the way that you treat other people. And it's yeah. crazy. You that's know? right. That's <laughs> so that's really interesting <laughs> how it's all tied in. I mean, like you said, it's all these connections, yeah. you know? Um, so one thing that I thought was interesting was that we have this definition of community with a sense of belonging, with a shared vision and a shared purpose, even with a spiritual connection. I would even say, you know, people in the mafia might have a spiritual connection in some way that even if it's like a... Sinister. A sinister one, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, but so what kind of, when we kept talking about, like, negative versus positive, it's like the values really start to come into play, and the values are what, like, what get you to your vision, right? That's like, 
The values are like you putting. Well, what am, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Maybe they're not what get you to your vision. They're just kind of a separate thing on their own. It is what draws you to other people, though. It, it, you know, finding other people with similar values. That's true. Uh, helps you come together to promote your vision. Yeah, similar values help you come to. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's, you nailed it on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Similar values help people come together to accomplish the vision. And so uh, what kind of determines whether a, a group or a community, I'm sorry, a community is, is ultimately positive or negative for the people in it is that combination of values. And are these combination of values more negative or are they more positive? Like, for example, killing people <laughs> is a value that the mafia holds. <laughs> so when you compare, and that's just one, and you could compare, you could literally do the Benjamin Franklin thing and, like, take a list and be like, these are the positive values, these are the negative values, and say, like, overall, not a good idea, lifelong choice right. to join the mafia. <laughs> Would you, do you agree with that, or what do you, do you want to expand, or what do you think about all that? Um. Help me. <laughs> we can circle back to. Okay, let's circle back to that. Okay. I think. I thought you were maybe leading down to spiritual values. I'm gonna. That was the next and one I was gonna ask. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that the in the communities that are most important in my life um, we have a diversity of spiritual preferences you know yeah churchgoers non-churchgoers religious diversity yes um, but I think that we're all aligned with exactly what you say we want to find the happiness of mm. doing uh, what is healing for me as well as for all my neighbors, mm -hmm. loving myself, loving my neighbors. And um, for me, uh, I have a meditation practice that um, I have actually a little meditation community. Um, oh, yeah. And we, we, we meet weekly. Um, and that helps keep me focused on where I'm going, why I'm going there, <laughs> totally. and staying calm and focused at the same time mm -hmm. about the direction of these projects. Yeah. Uh, so, gosh, there's a lot that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing, have you heard of the movement, the, what is it, Movement, Str movement Strategy Center? No. Movement Strategy Center. So it's kind of like a double entendre, which is they build movements. They help strategize how to build movements. Uh-huh. Like my movement that yeah. I want to build, which yeah. is happiness for all. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they also incorporate move the idea of movement into building movements because of the same idea of, like, meditating together 
we're in our bodies all the time. I mean, our bodies mm-hmm. and our minds and our spirits are all connected. So yeah. moving with people or meditating with people and, and getting these different kind of perspectives from our body yes. is so, it's so valuable for quickly building those connections. I think that's a great idea because one of the points that I wanted to make somewhere in this interview is that um, community is built by being together person to person. Mm -hmm. And there is something very bonding and intimate about movement together. You know, if you think Mm -hmm. about dance or or anything in that general realm. Um, Also, uh, sharing food is this another way to be together personally, physically together right. in the same room. And expe- you even involve other senses, you know? Yeah. All the yeah. senses, really all the senses. Yeah. Um, so I find that communities that I share with have that in common. Interesting, um, I like that. Coming together over food is really a very easy, non-threatening thing. and. It, it has a very uh, varying levels of intimacy right so right. one-on-one over a cup of tea can be very intimate mm-hmm. and being with 40 people or at a potluck is maybe less intimate but uh, promoting the connection among people and you still have and intimate moments the whole time I mean right yeah. and when you think about successful communities for example churches well, there's always coffee and cookie at churches. Yeah. And uh, um, like my bungalow heaven that I was talking about earlier, you know, we have our monthly meetings with, a, you know, a speaker, and there's always coffee and cookies. And, okay. You know. You have a speaker? Yeah. For every the, month. So it's the community. I just want to make sure I got it right, too. It's the community of people, of basically homeowners in the area. Right. It's called a neighborhood association. Well, I guess you don't have to be a homeowner. You could be a home renter. Yeah, exactly. If all the people that live in the area. All the people that live in this little geographic area. And so how do you decide on the speakers? Um, well, it's about the focus of the group, which is the historic preservation okay, of this okay. period of homes and the look of our neighbor that's tr- neighborhood that's treed and green and... So the speakers might be about preserving the trees or how to replace your old windows or it might be about, um, you know, do you like the cable boxes that are going in the parkway? Wow, or okay. A recent one was, what are we going to do when there's a disaster? You know, and there's yeah. a whole program to bring neighbors together. That's another community that totally. we're working on is uh, disaster management. I mean, talk about so resilience. It's important to think about absolutely um so let's see so okay so let's talk about the spiritual values and even tying that into the idea of like resilience in communities um what are some other is there any other values that that come from your spirituality that really determine how you participate in communities or how you build communities well, I don't know if it's um, from a, it, it is kind of from a spiritual place, I guess. The, my transition Pasadena group is my main community that I okay. work with for action projects that you were 
talking okay. about uh, just a little while ago. And um, one of the values that we have adopted is a non-hierarchy. So we don't have a president, mm. vice president, secretary, treasurer. We have a, a level, circular um, working group Oh, where yeah. each person is equal, each person has equal input and say. We have a saying in our group that the people who do the work make the decisions. Mm. So if you're not interested in the garden, but you're interested in the uh, bikeways project and you're attending those meetings, okay, great, you get the vote on those right. meetings. And um, it has worked really well in our group. So it, it's turned out to be a community that where each person can bring their passion mm -hmm. their passion project be it bikes or recycling or um, zero waste or repair cafe or putting in more gardens or food you know access Basically for building the poor. infrastructure for your community <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, and so each person has their own passion project and then it's a circle of support built in for whatever your project mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. The I like the circle of what's it called? Circle of I don't know. It's, l or it's like circular leader. <laughs> or you said something that really. I said a level circle circular. We don't have a leader. We have a circular something. I don't know. Everybody's equal. Circular leadership. Everybody's equal. Well, you know what I really like that you said is if you do the work, you make the decision. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, okay, then this should be really easy because we've already started thinking of some of the of the communities. What are five communities that you belong to? <laughs> but you already said three, which is Transition, Pasadena, Bungalow Heaven, your uh -huh. meditation community. Uh-huh. And remember, if a community could be your family, it can be your neighborhood. I mean, I guess yeah. neighborhood, let's say that's a little happen. Well, I guess... You're going to get this one too, Lorena. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I would say the Garden at Troop Church. The and Garden at Troop Church? Yeah. It's a... Uh, the garden, it's like the garden building club, or what do you, I mean, what do you just call uh, it the garden? It's community. called the, the Troop Learning Garden. The Troop Learning Garden. And it's an 8,000 square foot piece of land, which is a lot of land, that was entirely weeds and now is a public access food garden with um, an herb garden and uh, native plants. I actually should go swing around and check it out after this because I, I worked on it when you first were starting it. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, so I'd be really excited to see that. it. Yeah. It's, it's really <laughs> awesome. What kind and of food do you have growing there? Well, what kind we, of treat? We okay. have 15 fruit trees and four raised bed gardens, and then we have a whole Hugel culture garden, which is um, logs that hold water for the garden. Oh, um, I never saw but that. The amazing thing about this garden is that it has attracted local neighbors. It actually attracted the pastor who has just 
um, taken a, a full-time position there. She's been the pastor there. Oh, Tara it brought Lowell. the pastor. The garden itself what? brought the pastor. <laughs> she kept amazing. driving by and saying, that is amazing. what's going on there? That's something I want to be involved in. And uh, because it's a permaculture garden. So permaculture is the basis of that community. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've learned everything I know about. So I would say perma- maybe the permaculture community would be the. Yeah. Uh, that, would be a, garden that would be a community my, my weekly two hours there. When it says true learning garden, does it mean learning permaculture? No, it means learning yeah. permaculture. Yeah, and it learns, I mean, it means Cooking learning food, I mean, making how food, to make yeah. food grow yeah. and how to defeat the problems that arise. <laughs> All right, one more. One more community. Oh, wow. One more. One more. I like it. Now now I have this little um, uh, post office garden community. Yeah. um, The project of um, barn raising from the ground up, the post office garden. And we have an ongoing um, maintenance crew now that the garden is. I was going to ask about that, specifically about the maintenance. Yeah. Did you plan on that when you were making the garden? Did you plan on it? Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. And that's because you were experienced with similar things in the past. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, we are not going to do this until, unless we have a plan to maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. I I would have done it. I'm on board with you. (laughs) I have a Good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) My repair cafe community. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which is grown to you know a couple hundred people who are just interested in keeping stuff out of the landfill while building community while having fun capital f capital u capital a (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it's like a party on those days it is it's absolutely a festive event no, yep. I didn't know that, that it was that fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to come, Amy. I know. I knew you to come. <laughs> I've wanted to come so long. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Lorena. Hot spot okay. for you. No. <laughs> um, well, obviously, I have the community of uh, Transition Pasadena. Okay. Um, the community uh, post office, commu- uh, well, yeah, post office garden, native uh-huh, garden uh-huh. that Therese was talking about. I also belong to um, a community of Kundalini yogis. Okay, cool. Uh, with all the back issues and whatever, I became a yoga uh, teacher. Wow! Yoga. Oh my gosh, that's um, crazy! I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it's just like. You know, from I gotta something do it. negative, I get, you yes. know, you get something positive. Yeah. Uh, and like Therese, no, I had uh, that experience kind of gave me the opportunity to have a very, uh, to develop a very strong uh, meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, the yoga, well, it can be, you need time, whatever, no? But then um, with the meditation, is is like, to me, it's, it's just like brushing my teeth. And you know, yeah. I have to sit yeah. down, and then no matter what, that space give me, you know, like the the light to, yep, where I'm going, what I'm doing, and all that. No, so I do believe it's very important. I 
don't I mean right now I'm very independent with my practice um, but from time to time I, I have this community of yogis you know that I know where to go and yeah. where to look for them and you know so I, I certainly I go and reach out to them then I also belong to a community choir Mm. A community, uh, community choir. choir. So it's just what do you mean? The, what community? Uh, I mean? The Colburn School in downtown LA. Oh, I'm totally familiar. I used to work at the Mocha, so we oh, were great yeah, next to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, how beautiful! Yeah, they started a community choir mm, like five years ago. Oh, fun! So it's like the community. LA community. Da- yeah, it's like you. you downtown, find probably downtown. Well, you're from Pas- or do you I'm, live here? I'm from Pasadena. I mean, I live in Pasadena, but um, I, m- my husband and I, we usually go uh, a lot to the concerts in LA field. So then, okay. you know, so one day I saw the school and I'm like, oh, I'm wondering if I can previously to come to move to uh, Los Angeles. I was studying voice technique, you know, in Mexico City, uh, just for the pleasure of, you know, studying something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, when I move, I continue. <coughs> I saw the school and I said, well, I'm going to see if I can get a teacher, you know, and then I looked and started taking classes with this uh, teacher at Colburn and then right immediately the next year, the choir was formed. Yeah. So then, I, you know, I was like, oh, I have another community that's now. That's cool. No, and then, um, yeah, that's really fun. And um, another community is, um, hmm, <laughs> another community, <laughs> well, uh, I think I, I well, I, I, it's not like I go to a specific place, but Talking about food, you know, I, I, I really like food and, and don't You're a foodie. just this. Uh, You're part of the foodie community <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles. Who is not? None of my friends. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, the, you, uh, there's a lot of, of things going on in, in, in food, no? From, from not sustainable to very sustainable right um to community based and and you know so then i'm kind of always exploring and do you um, mean like the food events too like uh you know trip <coughs> food what are they? yeah like sometimes i have followed food trucks yeah. in the past <laughs> no i mean i, I come constantly evolving um so I, it's a beer community you know in yeah, general, people totally. that you know go enjoy and uh, you know go for experiencing different type of foods and stuff like that no? but I, I, w- I would like to take that to a different space no I'm not clear on that but maybe build a community around that mm. um, well you were doing some work with um, the wild foraging that's you know damaging the edible foods in our uh, wilderness areas of our foothills and she was Lorena was starting to develop a, a counter program for not a program but a campaign counter campaign yeah yeah that's that's something it, it, ki- it kind of got in uh, in, a, in, in 
I mean, I'm, I didn't follow up um, on that, but that's something Yet. I would like to. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I got I got involved in other uh, activities, right? So, um, but also I've, I I remember I, I'm part of the project management community mm -hmm. uh, in Los Angeles. There is a big organization, the Project Management Institute. Uh, it's a it's a in international, uh, nationwide here in the U.S. and uh, Every state has a, a chapter. Cool, yeah. So I'm part of that, you know, professionally involved with practitioners of project management now. So um, we share values, you know, mm -hmm. on how you mm -hmm. need to manage your projects to be successful and efficient and all that stuff. You know, it's very, it's not, it's not, it's not organic at all. It's just very <laughs> structured. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, this is just like finding balance in Of course. In life. Yeah. So that was six for you too. I know. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. Rattle them off there. Pretty good. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting just listening to, because kind of, this is part of the conversation of what is a community? What is our <laughs> definition of community and it really I don't know if it's because of the conversation that we had already but you really did stay you know I was wondering if you were gonna say like family or you know my state or these kind of like broader things mm -hmm. that maybe don't have a defined shared purpose but you really didn't you even like once like w I was like you're a foodie you're part of the foodie community <laughs> and you kind of kept looking for like what is this group of people that there is a shared purpose amongst in the foodie community that I would like put my name you know put, put, define myself as part of belonging to that community so I mm -hmm. thought that was interesting that's yeah. uh, uh, the process of learning and building no? mm -hmm. you learn to make community while you build community mm -hmm. that's, right. Uh, that's right that's what I have been learning right <laughs> that's a great point because I kind of uh, was well when I was like coming up with the interview questions I was kind of separating like the ideas of building a community and being part of a community but I like that they're really it's the same thing you can't really be part of a community without taking a responsibility <laughs> to build the community also or you're just a sucky community <laughs> 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 well, that, that, there are definitely levels of <laughs> participation. <laughs> participation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to just make sure everything's running properly still. Also, it's 7.50, so I want to oh. see what time, like, we, Sun's going we really down. had to, we were really planning on, like, 6.30 to 7.30, 8, something like that. So, um, should we... What time are you meeting, um, Jeff? Around 8, 8.15, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, do we want to walk Just gonna take Maybe we should drive. Oh, okay. I I'm mean, down for, I was going to ask you if you wanted to drive. Because <laughs> 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 I, I don't have very good summer shoes is my yeah. problem. What about you? Do you is feel like you have a few minutes to go there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. anybody need a restroom before we go? No. I'm, I'm okay. Fine. Thank you. Okay. I do. <laughs> okay. I'll get my keys too and I'll drive them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, that will be great. Oh, dear. Okay, so.
All right, this is Community Part 2 with Therese Brumall. And we are on our way to the post office garden in Pasadena to see the project that she has completed and now is maintain is helping maintain. You too. It's, it's been kind of bummed, you know, that I haven't been participating in the transition Aww. community. It's so nice to hear you talk about this. Oh, thank you. So you've been in bed a lot? No, I um. Just have to limit your go go doo doo. Yeah, it's like a. You know what? I really have to balance out like walking, standing, and sitting. Mm. It's just a balance all oh. the time. Like I can't do any of any of them too long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's good. It's good for you. And I have I really have developed some very cool habits because of it. You know, like every I go and just do a little work in the garden pretty often during the day. You know, and that's really a nice way to get really good exercise. Uh-huh. And so here's the elementary school. Here's the library. Oh a my couple gosh, of the houses. Is so beautiful. Oh. And then here's the post office. So you see, it's like a, a community a already. Central community. A central community. Yes, community. yes. And there is the most awesome bakery. Seed. Seed bakery. Oh, all the essentials right ago. here. <laughs> and there's the marijuana shop that shouldn't be there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Oh gosh. Uh. Oops, just getting some my first impressions of this desert garden. I should take a picture. This is what we should take our selfie. Oh yeah, good idea. Let's see how long we do that.
things about the garden but you know I don't have to say it all but I just didn't want to forget anything well do you want to give us a little introduction to the garden sure maybe we should be farther from the street yeah do you think? well in a way it's kind of interesting that it's on this busy corner so I can we start here and, yeah okay so this is the Jackie Robinson Post Office, and it's on the corner of Washington Boulevard and Mentor Street in Pasadena. It's on a, a four-lane busy street, and it's across the street from a wonderful new bakery called Seed, which has become a kind of a community center for our little neighborhood. It's only a block from the library and two blocks from the local elementary school. and. Um, I was working on a little garden that's a block away from here one day with um, Lisa Novak, who's from the Theodore Payne Foundation. Oh. And we walked to Seed for breakfast, and she looked at this empty patch of dirt and said, this could be an awesome native plant garden. Yeah. And I, I had that that shudder inside my body when you know somebody is telling you a truth <sighs> that you're going to have to yes. work with and face one day That's amazing. and I waited like a week or two until I posted the idea on nextdoor.com okay I love nextdoor.com okay. um, 20 people immediately responded I want to be a part of that I want to help cool. with that and that was in April of 2016 okay so just one year ago okay and so we set a date for um, planting October 22nd because native plant gardens should always be planted in the fall. And that gave us um, almost six months, six months to okay. plan it. 
in that six-month time, the number of people who wanted to be involved grew from 20 to 55. On planting day, we had 55 people show up here. But in the meantime, some really wonderful things happened. Um, First of all, there were four dying trees on this property and nothing else, uh, weeds. And so I contacted the um, post office and they said, we love the idea of the community putting in a garden here. And they agreed to remove the sick trees and all the mulch that resulted from it because it was contaminated with um, whatever bug was eating the trees. And that was the city you contacted the city? No, that was the U.S. Postal Service. Like the big, the people. I mean, who did you contact are, like these ones, or did you contact the people? Yeah, you had to go to the head of the I, state or something. I started <laughs> local, and I went up the ladder until I got the right person. So it turns out they have a field maintenance fellow who is in charge of basically, I don't know, more than the whole county. Okay. Uh, facilities. Okay. So, um, you know, I said, the gardens, the, the yard of this post office has been sitting bare for quite a while. And he said, it's because overflowing toilets get more attention than beautification right. Right. efforts. For the facilities of the post office. So I made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. I said, you know, the community wants to put this. All you have to do is buy us 50 plants. Oh, cool. And I have two native plant nurseries lined up. Wow. And I have uh, four garden designers lined up. I have a work crew of at least 20 people who are going to come and help. And he said, let's meet and talk about it. And so he met me here one day, and he said, go forth. (laughs) Nice. That was easy. Yeah. Usually it's not that easy, huh? So then (laughs) we started wrangling with the idea of, how is it going to be watered and who's going to be in charge right. of watering it? And I didn't have the answer to that question, but I figured, okay, we'll just have, make a big crew or something and it'll get watered. And um, I told the post office guy he would need to buy us a hose too. In the meantime, I got this idea to contact the city of Pasadena Department of Water and Power uh, community outreach person, cool. Okay, Ursula Schmidt, and I said, you know, we're going to have this barn raising at the post office on October 22nd. Do you think you could come with some uh, of those low flow shower heads and some information about rebates? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a better idea. The city will put in the irrigation for this no garden, way. including a smart meter that measures rainfall and wind and how much heat and all that the garden's getting and then calculates it to how much water the plants might need and she said the our mash program maintenance assistance to homeowners it would be a perfect project for them to install it so she said just don't worry about that when do you need it in by i gave her a date boom done that's amazing i know why do you think she did it well, the same reason I think that Lorena called me that day on the phone. I think that it's the power of intention, it's a community vision, and it's, you know, it comes down to what do you need, put out your intention, Yeah. and I don't know, by some grace of God, it comes back to you, just what you need. That's cool. There's two spiritual 
things that really came up in there. And when we first, I don't think we got this on recording, but when we first were talking, when I first came today, we kind of started talking about, you. well, you said spirituality is one of the most important things mm-hmm. to community. And one of the things you said was when you first were, when you were first walking down the street and your friend said to you that you got to make this garden, you had this, you had this feeling. Would you say that? That was spirituality? That was like a spiritual yeah. feeling? Yeah, I think it's being like tapped on the shoulder, yeah. like, pay attention. These yeah. are important words. Yeah. yeah, and then again, when the community, I mean, well, gosh, what did you just say? That was the spiritual, <laughs> about the community. I said it's about the power of intention. Oh, the power I, of intention. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yes, yes, and, and, and I think that... I, I got to say collective unconscious. I keep thinking yes, of that. And yes, I feel like community, yes. mm, it's like maybe that presence of being together with one yes, another helps yes. the collective unconscious, like, be stronger. Yes. Be stronger. And see, by the time I talked to Ursula, we had probably 30 or more people holding yeah. the vision. Yes, yes. I was emailing them on a regular basis saying, here's where we're at. Here's what we that still so need. Cool. You know, can anybody, does anybody have connections on tools or water or ideas for, you know, this or that? Yeah. And so my next call was feeling so empowered with um, Ursula. I called the um, Urban Forestry Department of Pasadena and I said, I know you don't oh, deliver nice. mulch. But this is a special community project, and I need you to deliver the mulch. so amazing. To the Jackie Robinson Post Office, because we're putting in a native plant garden. And I need it on so-and-so day, the day before, October 21st. I need it delivered by 8 (laughs) a.m. You were feeling empowered. (laughs) Well, of course, the mulch showed up. That's amazing. Um... 15 cubic yards I asked for, and that's how much they brought. And so then I was feeling so empowered by my community. I talked to a few people and said, it really would be nice if we had some big boulders, some like arroyo rock in there. How could we get that? Does anybody have any connections? And nobody had connections, but they said, oh, that guy over at the Brockyard is so nice. Just go talk to him. So we got six 200-pound boulders. Okay, I gotta check out the boulders now that you now that you told me about. I gotta check them out. Delivered. Okay, so that's amazing. The day they delivered them, they came on a pallet on a big truck, and there was one of those. What do you call that? Fork the forklift yes. truck. And he told me, you know, I can't be responsible for putting the forklift on the sidewalk. Right. So you have to take responsibility yeah, for what that. Did you do? And I said, you know, there it was. The rocks were there, the loader guy was there, and I said, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, everything's gone just as Fine. it should from here yeah. up till here. So I said, okay, I take responsibility. Boom. On, they were on the field. Oh my god. People showed that up. That is a to scary moment them. though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're like, I don't want to pay for the sidewalk if yeah. I mess it up. <laughs> and so the four garden designers That's um, beautiful. selected native plants 
And the reason it's a native plant garden um, is that we need to support our local pollinators and our local wildlife. And believe it or not, plants come in community too. Oh, I love that. So from that little jutting out place in the wall, east is one community of plants and west is another community of plants. Those western plants need less water than these on the eastern end of this field here. And Wait, I'm um, sorry. You know what, what? What is this one? I keep want, I keep seeing it and thinking I want this. I want this <laughs> is a St. Catherine's lace. Uh, uh, it's, it's a kind so of a beautiful. buckwheat. Yeah, oh, really? and it's going to be even bigger. It's going to be about four feet by four wow. feet. Yeah, is, I'd imagine all these are going to grow pretty big. You know. Yeah. Actually, the the size, these were all six-inch plants last October. But we had so much rain this winter that they've all grown immensely. So this is... I mean, this is what, four feet? As I would say, maybe the average. Like uh, like as if it were planted three years ago. That's amazing. And I also attribute that to the loving kindness that the community put into this garden. I, I mean, would, there was the rain. Okay, we give the rain a but little the, credit. But, but the collective unconscious could the, have called the rain. Yep. yep. So we have, um, well, maybe you don't want to know that. We have the trees, a couple of trees. Yeah, tell me about the trees. We have Toyonberry trees and two western redbuds, but this is the amazing one here. That was a six-inch tree. Oh, my god! In October. And you can see now it's three feet tall, and it's about At two feet wide. At least three feet. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And the deer grass, look how tall. That's like four feet tall. Oh, look there's at this one. Buckwheat. What's this one? That's another. I love those buckwheats. Oh, so pretty. So this is one of our trees, the western redbud. Also growing immensely. It's beautiful. And so these are more deserty plants down at this end. Right, right. Gosh, that's amazing. This, the most vibrant yellow one is the desert, you know, yeah. one of the main desert plants. Are those flowers, like, hard if you touch them, or are they very soft? Do you, can I touch them? Oh, they're very soft. That's crazy. Yeah. So the part... I was telling you about the um, boulders come arriving here. Yeah, there looks like a lot more than six. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they multiplied. Wow. So after six came, it still looked a little bare. So I posted that note to the group that was following on nextdoor.com, and I said, you know, they, the post office requested no rocks that could be lifted and thrown through the front window. Smart. But, so Smart. that would be like a basketball size or larger. If you have one that you could spare, cool. could you bring it to the garden? So now there's 13 rocks here. Wow. <laughs> and they're just like, so there's six from the rock. The Donated rocks, by the rock yard. The rock yard. And then uh, seven. Lacanata Rustic Stone is the name Lacanata of it. Lacanata Rustic Stone. And then seven are each from individual community members. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. That's, <laughs> I would have written my name on the bottom oh. line. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's one principle of community that I really believe in. And uh, not any kind of criticism I probably would have done that if I would have thought of it too but um, 
that thing about hierarchy that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I think that's connected to the meditation, the Buddhism in my own philosophy for um, losing ego. And meditation we, is connected to losing ego. Yes. Okay. And so is building community. And that, right. that level right, hier- right, right. hierarchy um, means everybody's equal. Nobody's um, better than anybody else. And we have a saying that um, I learned from a friend who was the mother of 11 children. And <laughs> the saying is that um, a lot of work can get done if you don't mind who gets the credit. Mm, yeah. And I think that really applies to community building. Okay, here's Letting another go story. Letting go of the ego, yep. Another story is um, then we had this scraggly little tree, the only street tree uh, associated <laughs> with the garden. And I It's pretty con- scraggly looking. <laughs> it's you it's huge. It. It's about like 40 feet. You should have seen it two weeks ago. But look, so it looks like it got lightning. It, in the winds that got yeah, damaged. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy winds. And, um, so I contacted the city and I said, come on, we built this beautiful community garden. <laughs> we need that dead wood taken out of that street tree. And they came just two weeks ago oh, and cool. finally did it. But here's another story I have for you. Let's walk over on this side. So I come up every um, Sunday, every few weeks. Yeah, let's just hear about to that. pick up the trash. But then about... Uh, once every month, we have a weeding party as needed. So fun. So I just came up to pick up the trash at 7 o'clock in the morning and to be sure that the water had gone on. Um, that was this set? No, this was a couple weeks ago. Uh, but just to be sure that the the timer and the smart the meter is still working. And that, that one's the, gotten me a lot. You see there's, a, <laughs> there's just a lever turn off right there so anybody could come along yes, and turn it also, off. Yes, that has also gotten me. <laughs> so I was just walking away and the woman who lives right next door came out and she was carrying a big bucket of water. And she said, hello, hello. I, I turned around and I said, what are you doing? And she said, Oh, I've been watering these six plants over here that don't have irrigation. What's it? Over here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, these Along, ones? Well, it turns out there's more than six, but we did put six plants here under the shade of this tree that are struggling, and she noticed it. Oh, what a sweetheart. watering them regularly. I love it so much. And she said... Um, she said, I saw you guys all working so hard that day, and I wanted... Oh, yeah? I, I wasn't a part of it, but I wanted to help beautify my neighborhood. Oh, how cool. So she said, I took this job on myself. And she said, I really like doing it, and now that I've been doing it... Oh, how I cool. I noticed that there's no street tree on that house across the street or on that one up there. And so... I've contacted the city, and I've told them that we need more trees on our block. That's such a and cool... I mean, that just shows you the like, ripple effect. It is definitely the ripple effect. And the idea of, like, being present. I mean, she was just in the area, and now she's part of this bigger yep. shared purpose. Yep. These are um, plants 
from the Mojave Desert. So they're accustomed to being without water for a very long time. And then they're also accustomed to flooding. Right, right. So they, I mean, you can oof. see they're still alive. I can't believe they're still alive. I can't <laughs> believe. Because they're in the shade. And then another neighbor said she was digging up some natives from her yard. So oh! there's about six more. She came and planted these. Yeah. From her yard. That's very these, cool. These little buckwheats. So there's about six or more of them. That's very cool. Oh, and look, there's a guy doing a... What is he doing over there? I don't know. Some bike... <laughs> it looks like an exercise machine. <laughs> Sometimes homeless people sleep back in that corner. <clears throat> Weird to have a machine. It looks like a machine, though, that's back there. <laughs> Let's see. Do I have any questions that did not get answered in that conversation? Oh, one question that I wanted to ask is about how do you, how did you like, did you have, I guess you didn't have to hold a lot of people accountable because it was really you and Lorena and Lorena is a project manager. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I did, we did get commitments from people to bring certain things like one woman immediately contacted me and she said, I have those large jugs and I can get free ice over at Ganal Lumber and so count on me for two large oh, jugs so of cool. water and ice because we knew it would be hot that day. That's an important thing to stay accountable and, on. <laughs> yeah. And then other people said, how many wheelbarrows do you need? I have one, you know. And so we had six wheelbarrows lined up and, you know, shovels and whatever we needed. And um, But one thing I know from community organizing is that volunteers are volunteers. Yeah. They show up or they don't. Yeah. There is no recourse. But something about a passion project like this totally everybody showed up yeah and everybody kept their commitment and well the meaning was enough to them yeah that it overpowered anything else any distractions that might have come along our city council members field rep contacted me and said i'm gonna bring homemade granola bars they were so delicious they were just what the crew needed the um, the city health department, who I didn't even contact them, uh, one of their reps called me and said, we heard about your project. We're bringing fresh fruit for all the workers. So did you, like, how did, so there had to be some kind of a, was it just on next door that you were communicating with people, or was it like, how did I all these people start to hear about it? It was just on next door. That's so cool. But then once I contacted one city office, I see. the word spreads within wow. the city. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. City that's workers. really cool. Yeah. That's good to know that they're intercommunicating. Yeah. And, and then I think we got a little bit of press. Um, I was wondering like if you the, did get any, any press. Um, ColoradoBoulevard.net. I think they did oh, a story. Oh, yeah. ColoradoBoulevard.net. That's great. It's so beautiful here with all the palm trees. Yeah. They're so... They're, what are they like? Oh, we got here just in time for the selfie. Yeah, I was thinking we should have taken it when I just first got there, and you had such pretty light around your house. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty. I mean, you do have such a... Well, it's all that greenery and natural shade yeah. with the con- contrast so well when the sun's 
right up in the middle of the sky. <laughs> Doesn't usually work that way. And my wonderful front porch, I love, and that's my office. Oh, nice. That would totally be my office. <laughs> Mine is right in front of a window, you know? Oh, nice. that, so, yeah, that's, nice. I mean, I tried, I have an office. But there's like a very small window and it's too high to really oh. look out. And I just, I'm in front of this window all day long. So I nice. totally, that makes it, that makes it, you know, just being able to, the view, the view matters, yeah. the view. <laughs> and when it's outside, it's I, so open. I feel even, it's even more than the view. I feel like my plant and animal friends are helping me. Oh, nice. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, even if we want to talk scientifically, you know, the, you're probably getting, you're getting more fresh air, you know, you're, mm -hmm. I don't know, I guess it's not scientific, but I do think that there is something that connects us when you're in nature. Yep. Cares fall away. Yeah. John Muir said They're that. spiritual. It is a spiritual connection when you're mm -hmm. in nature. Because it's, a, yeah, like your cares fall away. Like autumn leaves. That's what he said. It's beautiful. So did you get enough? Oh yeah, I'm just wondering if I can get any more. I always like to. to <laughs> no, but we really got. We did. We covered it actually really well. Oh, okay, okay. I got one. One final one for you. Okay. <laughs> Is that uh, um? So I think. Mm, I'm trying to think of a hashtag. I'm trying to think of a hashtag that's that's a good hashtag to think of like a, a good community or a positive community or a happy community. Um, so I was wondering like if you, if you think of the communities that you really enjoy, or all of your communities that you listed, I'm sure you enjoy being a part of. If you think of those and you're thinking about like posting, a so, you know, you're, I don't know if you do do social media posting. You do so. Yeah, you do a little bit, on, yeah, Facebook, a little bit yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. So if you're writing a social media post about one of your communities and you want to express the idea that this is like an awesome community, this is a happy community, you know, what would be some ideas of hashtags that you might use at your most clever moment? The funny thing is, I don't even know what a hashtag is. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I, 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 get it but I don't know what you use it for but <laughs> that's well, I don't I even know if I can explain manager. it I don't even know <laughs> you're like it's like pretty well I relate it to like a core message it's like a core but it's usually like a quip or a clever turn or something like that right it's like a it's like a label you know what a hashtag yeah. is a label and actually I think they're really important it's interesting I think that uh especially as we're developing artificial intelligence and we're recording all of this information and the way that we're like people in, in the future are going to be able to look back at it. Mm -hmm. I think hashtags are going to play a really important role mm. in that because it's organizing information. Mm. So that's just a theory I have. 
<laughs> well, you know, um, I'm sure you've heard of communities of intention. Yes, yes. Or, oh, they call them intentional intentional community. Yeah, oh, that's a good. One. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'll high five I you think... for that one. <laughs> <laughs> if for me, it would have to be something about that, um, or a resilient community. Oh, resilient or, community. Yeah. I don't know something about you know that expresses that spiritual or immeasurable mm. component. But yeah, we I need guess more it words doesn't for spiritual. Like it's not really Yeah. Yeah. It's not that great of a word, is it? <laughs> or it's just well, too big of a concept. It's too big, yeah. 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 There probably are good words in other languages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna drop the mic. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>